And on top of that, being in like such a environment that that's healthy and that welcoming, um, your training goes through the roof. You know, you perform better, you learn better, you learn faster. Ladies and gentlemen. Hi, everybody. Good evening. Are you ready? Keep this frequency clear. I know you're going to dig this. I am. Okay, here we go. Check, check it out. You're listening to the Martial Arts Media Podcast, where you, the martial arts school owner, gets insider tips and secrets from leading experts to help you build a more profitable martial arts business. Now, here's your host, the founder of martialartsmedia.com, George Faree. Hi, this is George Free from MartialArtsMedia.com and welcome to the Martial Arts Media Business Podcast, episode number 16. Today, I cross international waters again and, well, it's not really international for us so much because it's just Bali and Bali in Perth, that's about a three and a half hour flight. But I'm speaking to Justin Sedell and Justin Sedell is the head coach at Bali MMA, the head jiu-jitsu coach at Bali MMA. Now, if you recall episode 13, I had Jess Fraser on from the Australian Girls and Ghee, and she mentioned that Bali MMA is her home gym, although she jet sets and travels around the world. So I wanted to get in touch with Justin and just have a chat with him about his lifestyle, living in Bali, being able to train jiu-jitsu, which he loves, and living in the tropics, and just living an awesome lifestyle, and living a very laid-back life and doing a lot of good things within the Bali community. But first, just a quick update, more, I guess, an, a notification if you're not aware of it, depending, of course, on where you listen to this podcast. If you listen to it on your iPhone or through your Android-type device, like a Samsung or so forth, or on the website. If you, if you listen to it on the website, you might have noticed it. But we give away a martial arts business plan for online media. So for a martial for martial arts business owners, and us, it's basically a plan for the online media side of things. Um, it's looking at the different components of digital marketing for your martial arts school. So what you need to basically cover all the elements. Now, I mean, there's a lot of information out there about you've got to do this on Facebook and you've got to do this and you've got to do this on Google, you've got to have SEO. But this is kind of giving you a holistic view of all the components that you need to have a prosperous martial arts school but not only that to make sure that you're not single point sensitive i mean let's say facebook fell off the map today can your business still sustain and can you still market do you still have ways and means to actually get into touch with your people so it's just looking at things from a holistic point of view and all the elements that you need to cover so it's on the website you can download it on martialartsmedia.com or if you go directly to the link it's martialartsmedia.com forward slash plan and download it, check it out. That'll put you on our email database and we'll also send out weekly updates from when we release this podcast as such. So that's just it from me. I wanna get into the podcast. Now, I gotta tell you as well, this was always gonna be a problem talking in Bali, uh, well, talking to someone in Bali. I knew the internet wasn't gonna be the best. We ended up talking on the phone. And there was a bit of a delay, which kind of overlapped a few times. But all in all, the interview is awesome. You're going to get a lot of value from this. And it might even spark you, light a fire under you to go take a nice tropical holiday with some awesome martial arts training. So without further ado, please welcome to the show, Justin Sedell. All right. Good day, everyone. Today, I have with me a guest from Indonesia, from Bali to be exact. Well, a guest from 
I, I guess rather say based in Indonesia, but actually an American gentleman. And his name is Justin Sedell. And how I came, I was introduced to Justin was through Jess Fraser from the Australian Girls in Gear, who I had on the podcast episode 13. And she mentioned that Justin is her head coach and her home training grounds, if you want to call it that way, is the Bali MMA. So welcome to the call, Justin. Hey, thanks, George. Thanks for having me. All right, awesome. So I, I guess we should start right at the beginning. And before we, we, we're going to ask, of course, how an American ended up in, in Bali. But who is Justin Sadell? Uh, that's a good question, man. You know, who you are as a person never stops changing, right? So it's hard to, hard to answer that question, I think, for a lot of people. You know, I'm just somebody that was out traveling. I was traveling through Asia, and I got a good job opportunity kind of thrown my way, and that was first in Thailand. So I worked in Thailand for a while at Steam, and then um, I met the Leone brothers and Donnie, and they wanted to come out to Bali and open a gym out here. So um, I kind of followed them out here, and we built Bali MMA. <clears throat> All right, cool. So, so, and, and so how long ago was that? How long did you start traveling that you went over to Thailand? Um, I've been out of the States now for three years. All right, cool. So, so a year in Thailand and now two years in Bali. So what was the, what was the big motivation for going? Uh, well, I, I know there's a lot of motivation to, to set up in Bali, but what, what was right. the idea behind uh, setting up Bali, uh, Bali MMA? You know, I think it was passion for, like, definitely for, like, I have to look at the guys I came here with, right? I have to look at Andrew and Anthony and Donnie and a big passion of, of, for them was surfing. Um, like they all wanted to come out here and surf. And that was something I was interested in getting involved with. Definitely the, the age and lifestyle, like living like in the tropics. It's, it's something that I think attracted all of us to wanting to come here, you know, and uh, just that, that training lifestyle and like a destination like this in the world, is just kind of so inspiring and, and, makes you want more of yourself and more of like just where you're at in the world it was just like the perfect place to open a gym really and there was nothing really out there like this already we're kind of the first real professional on the gym that's set up um so it's kind of cool we were working our way towards being a you know world-class uh, destination gym and i think we've done that and we're going to continue pushing forward to really can like compete with our competition with not having competition and you sort of the first day what what was your primary goal were you thinking okay we we're gonna set something up for Indonesians as such, or Bali being such a hot travel destination, was it more a goal of being a, a place where where people can can train on holiday, or were you sort of going for that expat market of people that are that are living in Bali and and trying to accommodate for them? That's a good question. Um, I think initially our goal was like destination gym, but when we because before we were in Phuket, and Phuket was a much more transient place. We had a lot more tourists coming in and out. Um, not to say we don't have that too here in Bali. We just find that there's more expats and locals here that are interested in training too, which we didn't have as much in Thailand. So uh, I think what we figured out quickly is we were going to be able to cater to both. So I have like my core group of guys that are either part of our professional fight team or live here in Bali that train with me daily. And then I also have you know handfuls of tourists coming through every week um, if it's even just for a drop-in class or to do, you know, two months of a hard training camp or maybe to stay six months or a year just to kind of like, you know, give their life a new start. Um, I, I kind of get all of that. So it's, it's really great. It's a great environment. What is, what is your, so, so the majority of people who train there, what, 
What styles are you coaching and what is, is it mostly adults or you have kids programs as well? Oh yeah, uh, adults and kids both. We're, we're really multifaceted. We have a professional MMA team that I coach for their jiu-jitsu. So uh, my approach to them has to be a little different, right? My, my concern with them is not only them having like pristine jiu-jitsu techniques, but also that they're safe in a fight. So for them, I kind of structure their jiu-jitsu a little differently. So I know they're going to go on there. They're going to be safe in the fight. They can handle themselves well. And they're looking to finish. So I'd like a different kind of mindset for my pros than I do with maybe my hobbyists. Um, my hobbyists, depending on if they're competing in like jiu-jitsu, I need to give them tools that are going to work in that style and that environment. Um, my hobbyists, I tend to gear towards more self So uh, again, kind of like that mix between MMA and sports jiu-jitsu um, that you know has to be taught to them. So I really try to cater it to uh, my students and who's there. Kids programs, we have a couple. We have our main kids program here that's taught by Andrew Leone. Fantastic kids coach. He's really hands-on. He's funny. He just knows how to get the kids riled up and having a good time, you know. He does a great job with our kids program here. I helped establish that with him. We, we built that together. Yeah, it's, it's a ton of fun. And then we do a program called Jalan Jalan with the Green School in Ubud. So they come out uh, once a semester for six weeks. And um, we teach them jiu-jitsu and boxing and wrestling as well. We do it separately, so it's not straight MMA, but we teach the, all the components to them. Quite a variation there. Now, how do you cater for, for international clients and, you, you know, people coming through on holiday? How do, you, how do you get the word out and how do you get the marketing out in a place like Bali? A little bit of it is word of mouth. A lot of it's through social media. There tends to be, like, just big group. Like, we're, what we're finding is there's just, like, a community of people that want to go on holiday and do something healthy for themselves. You know, they just don't want to go party the whole time. So a lot of people are, you know, choosing to do things like go to an MMA camp and does like a destination like Bali so that they can go and get that holiday they want, but then, you know, train on the side, eat healthy, uh, live a clean lifestyle while they're here and then, you know, go back to the real world. So a lot of it is just, you know, networking to the people that have come through, they go home, they tell people from their gym and then, you know, next time they come out to bring friends or it's just people that like to travel already. And then a lot of it is people that have come back that have trained with us before. So maybe they've passed through, you know, when we were training together in Thailand. And then they see we're in Bali now. So now they're, they're coming over here to check out what we're doing over here. And then, yeah, it's just we kind of establish those relationships and, the, and people keep coming back. I did see you have quite a few. Uh, well, I, I know one. Uh, I know uh, Tiffany Van Zust. She's, that's also the home training facility for her. You got it. She's my neighbor. She's right next door. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay, so so does does that help a lot with with marketing having someone like that on board and big names, or how does that influence? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, she's such a big influence on on the team here. You know, it's uh, the energy she brings into the room. You know, it, it says a lot about her her skill set. She can walk in through a room full of MMA fighters and they all just shut up and listen to whatever she has to say. Such a technical striker. Uh, all our inputs really great. And, you know, having high-level competitors like that in the gym push everyone else to, you know, raise the bar on themselves and train harder. So having world-class athletes that we do that have come in that come in regularly makes a big difference, I think, on, like, the energy of the gym. Going back, we, I guess I, I want to know a bit more about you because I, I know, right, so you've, you've come from America. Yeah, you, started, you started traveling and so forth. Let's let's just actually take a step back from all this and and let's start with with your career. Sure. Where did where did you start in in martial arts? Um, I started doing like traditional martial arts as a kid, and then when I got a little bit older, I got involved with uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So it was in like 2005 I started Jiu Jitsu, and 
I fell in love with it right away. I knew that's like what I wanted to practice and that's what I wanted to do. So, you know, I just kept cutting the fat around things in my life that wouldn't let me train. Um, and then it was actually after I did in 2010, I went to, I was, I'm still, I was still tra- training probably like three, four days a week in, in jiu-jitsu and competing actively. I competed in a lot of JGF and, uh, Claudia Franca tournaments in the, in the San Francisco Bay area, the really great jiu-jitsu tournaments. Like, you know, jiu-jitsu has just become such a mecca, um, in California. They're like, you, if you go to California to train, it's just always tough competition, great guys to train with. So anyways, it was 2010. I went to Thailand for the first time and got the taste of training full time. I went to Tiger Muay Thai and did like three weeks there and it blew my mind. On my way back, I ended up getting a job offer from the gym I was training at the time was with uh, Dave Camarillo. So I ended up at that point in my life switching from, I was just like working in restaurants and bars and grocery stores and stuff like that to training uh, jiu-jitsu full time. And so I trained and taught with Dave for like the next four years. I'd probably been a brown belt already for maybe like a year. And then I left to, to, to do some traveling in Thailand and, and Southeast Asia. And I ended up getting involved for a top team to work with Alavo. And so I took that and stayed there and got my black belt from Alavo. And then came to Bali, involved for a top team to work with Alavo. And so I took that and stayed there and got my black belt from Alavo. And then came to Bali. That's got to be the ultimate lifestyle for you, living in Bali, being able to train every day quite a laid-back lifestyle? Oh, for sure. Um, it's great, man. You know, I wake up every day, uh, go get breakfast by the beach, you know, drive my motorbike around to rice paddies, all that good stuff. Then you go to the gym and you train. And it's just like, I love my team. I love everyone there. You know, like the atmosphere of the gym so great. It's like, I thought about this a while ago. It's like, when you show up to work at least 30 minutes early every day for no reason other than to be there, you like your job. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you're getting out of bed early just to go to work, you really like your job, you know? So I'm just always just so happy to be at the gym and training with, with my team. And yeah, it's just, it's been great, man. It's a great lifestyle. How big is the, is the job basically? How many, how many students do you have coming in and out? Uh, regulars versus the, the people that just come by for holiday training and camps and so forth. Yeah. It's hard to say, you know, cause it's kind of seasonal, but it's, unpredictable when we have people coming in so a little bit so i'd say when it's slow for, like i i can just jujitsu is what i got the best idea of right so like when it's slow i probably have like 10 people in my class um when it's busy i have close to 30 so it kind of depends on how many uh the time of year and how many people are coming in and again a really even mix uh, and now since i've been out here for a while i have people that come in training with me for longer like i'll use jess as an example she she loves training with us you know so she'll come out for months and then I just with me for like, you know, four months and that's great, you know? And then, so she feels like a local, she feels like family for me when like when she's here because she's been here so many times for long little stints, you know? But then, you know, there's the tourists coming in and out and then there's the, the people living here. So it's like whenever someone leaves, someone else comes in, you know what I mean? <laughs> so the, the doors never fully shut. We, we always got people in the gym. So let's say, I mean, you know, a place like Australia, the, you know, if, if I look at Perth, Perth is probably... Uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it takes up majority of Bali because Bali is a big place, but I know that it's, it's the number one vacation destination just because, I mean, it's a three and a half hour flight. It's, it's cheap for us. Oh, so close to you guys. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like driving down south or pick or, or getting on the plane to Bali is, is kind of the same thing for us. Um, except, you know, Bali is a whole different country. So it's very popular for, you know, multiple right. reasons. But, you, you know, also with the, there's, you know, there's so many people that 
that come from here and then they 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 go to Thailand. They 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 go do things like Tiger Muay Thai and Sinbi and and go train in those destinations. Yeah. What what, what would be how, what would you say to people to to consider Bali MMA as an option beyond the other alternatives like like there is in Thailand and so forth? Right. Again, I think it's something you should just experience. Like I, I've been fortunate enough to have trained as a, you know, I've trained a Tiger Muay Thai and Phuket top team and, and I've trained at, you know, some of the smaller gyms in Phuket and then I've been here and it's just such a different experience. It's a different vibe. It's, there's a lot of similarities too, you know, with, it, they're, they're all great gyms to train at, but you just kind of got to shop around and see, see these other destination gyms, you know, like I, I think like training at these gyms is a bonus to the place that you're in too. Like, like to me, like I always wanted to go to Thailand. Like the training at first was almost like a bonus. It was just something to, you know, to, to sweeten the deal a little bit. But I don't know the the vibe at Bali is just so different. Like it's just something you really got to come in and experience and see just like how warm and welcoming everyone is. You know, it's like uh, we have one of the things people always talk about is the dogs. Like we have all these gym dogs um, at the front of the gym, and they're like super friendly and nice. And like you walk up and there's this whole cafe area, and you're just greeted by these super friendly dogs and you know, the people in the cafe are super friendly. They're all international people, so they're really welcoming and uh, excited to meet new people. So you go inside, and, you know, checking at the front, everyone's everyone's very welcoming again. Everyone's ready to lend a hand, answer any questions you have. You know, super supportive people that are just, you know, make you want to stay. And, and I think that's the thing most about when people come is, is that they get that overwhelming sensation of feeling so welcome and that they should stay here and they feel at home that those are always the people that want to come back and keep training with us, you know? So I think that's something that definitely worth experiencing. It's just like the camaraderie that we all carry here is, is very strong and we make people feel very welcome when they come here to, uh, to train. And on top of that, being in like such a environment that that's healthy and that welcoming, um, your training goes through the roof, you know, you perform better, you learn better, you learn faster. So the level in the room is very high. And because everyone's taking care of themselves and, and working so hard, like people get a lot better here really quickly. So again, you got to come try it. <laughs> yeah. I, from, and from what you're saying, and I mean, I've, because I've been to Bali multiple times, that, that whole relaxed and, and laid back culture, it, it, it's, it, can, it sounds like you've really embraced that. And I can, I can actually visualize how you would experience that within your gym and just have a have a yeah. really awesome holiday, but get all this great knowledge and, and value from all, all the expert coaches and trainers out there. Right. And it's, you know, it's a really great place for people to go that are traveling alone too. Like when, when I first just started traveling in Asia, like I didn't have many connections, but the connections I had were through martial arts. So it's a great way to kind of go out and meet some people that are kind of doing the same thing you are. So if you'd like, you're traveling and you train, definitely go stop by a gym. It's like a really good way of just meeting some local people and, They'll give you a better experience of the place you're seeing and visiting, you know? That's something I took away early on in my traveling, and it's something I always do even when I still travel. Like, I always bring a gi with me. I'm always ready to go train at a gym. Um, it's just a great way to meet people. Okay. You, you men- mentioned earlier briefly that you also have fight shows and tournaments and things in, right. within Bali. Can you elaborate a bit more on that? Oh, so we have something called Chengdu Fight Night. We just, we just had one for Halloween that was really successful, so... We do um, like uh, like kind of like kickboxing smokers. People can come out and watch their boxing and kickboxing, and we just put on like a really good show, good time for them. Like if you 
if uh, you follow us on Facebook, you can see just some videos we recently put up over the last couple. And again, it's it's that vibe that makes it so different. It doesn't feel like I've been to a lot of like multi fights and MMA shows and stuff like that. And the vibe can really uh, affect how good of a time like the the people watching are having, you know. And and everyone here is just so easygoing and laid back, and it makes the fights really fun. And and people are just genuinely having a good time. And I think when the fighters are having a good time. So like, are the fans watching? So gets everyone to kind of open up and put on a good show and, and fight hard. Yeah. They're, they're, they keep ground. It's crazy to watch. Our next one's going to be, I think second week of December. So if you guys are thinking of coming to Bali, definitely try to be here for Chengdu fight night. All right, cool. And where about in Bali do you, do you host that? Uh, we're based in Chengdu. Okay. That's where all the, all the awesome surf spots are. <laughs> right. Yeah. We got some good surf spots here. Um, Chengdu is kind of an interesting place. It's kind of where like hipsters meet hippies. It's a very like unique <laughs> part of Bali. Um, but it's again, if you're looking for kind of like having a healthy holiday, it's a really great place for it because there's so much like health conscious restaurants close to the gym, and um, you know just the again the the environment here is really great. There's like, tons of rice fields everywhere, and we're close to three beaches with great waves. It's it's a good time. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, awesome. And then one more thing I, I, I want to ask you before before we start wrapping it up. You also mentioned your involvement with one of the one of the orphanages there. Yeah, we've done some work uh, before with an orphanage called uh, Jodie O'Shea's. Um, we've, me and Ted, we'll usually go in and, and work with the kids a little bit. And then um, a bunch of the other guys from the fight team come out too. Like pretty much all the fight team's been there. Super Brothers come with me quite a bit. Yeah, it's, it's a good time. It's just kind of something um, we started doing because we wanted to get back. I've been trying to kind of get a program up and running with them to be like a consistent thing, but it's difficult with, uh, they're, they're on, they're pretty far away from us and with the community with traffic and everything, it's a little difficult. So we just try to do stuff where we can get back to the community. So if it's, you know, doing like free women's self-defense seminars or, you know, working with the kids locally here, um, I think it's just something really good we can do to help share our passions, you know? Well, Justin, it's been, it's been awesome chatting to you and I, I know I'm definitely, I'll, I'll definitely make a trip to Bali to come and see you guys sometime. For anybody that, that wants to come and visit you guys and are making a trip to Bali, what should, what should they be doing? What should what would be the process to get in touch with you guys? Visit either us on Facebook or our website, BaliAnime.com. Any questions you have, don't be shy to ask. Like we get people, you can, you can message us directly, but it's better to go through the site. But people will message me all the time asking me questions about coming out to train and, you know, please, please don't be shy to do so. If you guys want to come out, train you know see bali just explore um it's a great place to do it so yeah bali mma uh check us out on facebook or our website justin be great chatting to you and i hope to see you on the sunny side soon <laughs> absolutely thanks rich cheers and there you have it thank you justin and i'm sure that might have sparked some ideas for you to go and train awesome trainers in bali and a great lifestyle. And if you've been to Bali or you haven't been, uh, Changu, where they are situated, is a really, really cool part of Bali. Um, there's nice surf spots. I, what I like about it is it's um, because I don't surf that often as I used to. It, the, the surf spots are, it's it's kind of from the beach. So you don't, you know, there's not long extensive paddles, but it's it's reef breaks that are in easy access from the beach. And there's nice little restaurants and it's a very, it's it's sort of a, out the main hustle and bustle from Bali. And of course, they got an awesome gym there, Bali MMA. So great place to have a holiday. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for tuning in. 
Um, I do want to ask a bit of a favor. If you can head over to iTunes and really help us, we're really trying to get the rankings up for the show. The more people vote on the show, the better we get listed within the iTunes library or directory, if you want to call it that. So if you do want to do us a big favor, if you've gotten value out of the show, please head over to iTunes. You can just go martialartsmedia.com forward slash iTunes. That will take you there and just leave us a review. Five star reviews is what help us get the good rankings, but an honest review would be much appreciated. And that's it. Awesome guest on board again next week. I will chat to you soon. Have a good week. Cheers. We'll conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening. If you need help building your martial arts school, check out martialartsmedia.com. 